light of the world. And in case you are wondering, was Jesus just waking up from his sleep? Was he woozy? No. He prepared. From the gospel of, according to St. Matthew chapter 5 to 7, Jesus did the most profound, extensive teachings on the life of anyone who will follow him. Jesus gave a compendium for those who are in school, a prospectus of your lifestyle. We call it the kingdom lifestyle. Some call it the kingdom principles. It can go by so many names. But this is the only and the lengthiest place Jesus gave the most important teaching on the tenets of the Christian life. Whoever will come unto me. And he prepared. We'll call it also Simon and the Mounts. And as he finished with the Beatitudes, his very next step is to face those who were around him. Representing you and I. We hadn't come into being then. But they were a replica. They were like our forebears. In church history, we'll talk about church fathers. And we go down. That was the next declaration after the Beatitudes. Blessed are you when you are persecuted. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are you when men revile and persecute you. The Beatitudes. Immediately after the Beatitudes, he looked at them and said, You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Matthew 5. 13 and 14. What did Jesus mean? By you, by you, by you, by me, being the light of the world. What did he mean? He didn't just mean the physical light. He, with God the Father and God the Spirit, as we saw yesterday, had already taken care of physical lights. And all he needed to do was to do what again? Say. A declaration. Just like he's declaring now. And so God's word bounds his own name. God's word is cashable. God's word is bankable. You can take it to the bank as a fact that has already what happened. Transaction already dealt with. All he simply said yesterday was, God said, God declared, let there be light. And there was light, light shone. And today, the same God the Son is saying, you are that light. I created a physical light as per yesterday to order the things around in order to prepare you for the spiritual light where you can walk. So it's not a physical light. He don't need that. He won't duplicate efforts. The sun, the moon, the stars. And then as men began to borrow. And borrow ideas. And borrow inspiration. I'm sure you know that the first flicker of light was done by Benjamin Franklin. A man who was known to have been born again. So he gives the inspiration. And as he gave the inspiration, other forms of light, incandescent light, Bulb light, electric light, fluorescent light, security light, low energy light, all of them 
came out of the spirit of he whom he has already made a complete light. You say you are spiritual. You can generate any other form of light. And that's literally what we have seen. And you can generate a change where you are. So it's definitely not the physical light he's talking about. What's he talking about? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8. Please read. And I hope the ushers are distributed around us today. Ephesians 5 8. So that those who are listening and watching can join again. Please anyone can read. And the ushers be alert to get at them. Ephesians 5 8. And another person is preparing to get us Acts 13 47. And a third person, Philippians 2.15. Ephesians 5.8 For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. You were once darkness, but now you are what? Live as... So live as light. Oh, put it the way that passage put it. Live as children of what? Light. And who is the father of light? Jesus. In him was life. And the life was the light of all men. And the light lights every man, John 8, 12, that enters the world and comes into contact with him. You were once. Everyone here, you were once. Unless you still are. If you still are in darkness... You haven't encountered Jesus. Then make quick and make haste. This morning, encounter the lights. He's already making an assumption again. Another declaration. He said you were once in darkness. But now you are what? Light. Declaring who you are. Therefore, live this year as lights. Live as children of that light himself. Live like your father. Live like he who begat you. Live like him, the rock from which you were hand. Easy read version says, In the past, you were full of darkness. And yesterday, we extrayed Ephesians 4, 17 to 19, where gross darkness still covers the people. Their mind, their thinking, their reasoning, everything is negative. It's in darkness. And we saw also the darkness that covers the land, the earth. Robberies, corruption, insensitivity, shedding of blood. They cannot find their way. No direction. No fixed or even future ambition. Paralysis of action. Sometimes knowing what to do, the will to do it. And many times those who speak grammar in our country will say, if they have the will, they lack the political will. That's another way of saying paralysis of action. Darkness in the land. Here says, you were once full of darkness. But now, everybody say, but now. But now you are full of light in the Lord. That's the region. 
so live like children who belong to the light and have nothing to do with vestige of darkness. Acts 13, 47, please. That's the light. For so the Lord has commanded us. You can start again. For so the Lord has commanded us. I have set you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Thank you. For so the Lord has done what? What is a command? A statement of fact to be obeyed. You have no choice. You disobey at your own peril. At your own disadvantage. For so the Lord has done what? Commanded us. You are a light to who? The Gentiles. Who are the Gentiles? Every other person who has not come into the light, into the saving knowledge of the Lord, is a Gentile. To be for salvation unto the end of the world. That's what Jesus was saying when he says you are the light. Background, you were full of darkness before. Now, by reason of encounter with the light, you have become light. So live morning till night, 24-7, even when you are sleeping, and even when the physical darkness is there, live and be conscious that you are a child of the light. Showing forth what? Light also. So that's like a lifestyle. That's like a uniform. That's like a dress for which you must never leave the house naked. That's like a dress for which you never attend any occasion improper. That's like a dress that marks your identity. Child of light. Live as light. And then Henan gave you another perspective. And said to everyone around you who hasn't encountered the light to the Gentiles. A salvation for salvation to all of them with no demarcation. Even unto the ends of the earth. Philippians 2.15 Blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, and the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. That you may be blameless and harmless in a crooked and where. It's not going to get better. They are still crooked. They are still perverse. They still invent evil. They look for more ways to bring more hardship. The more there is suffering on another, the more they seem to gloat. In that same environment, in that same situation, in that same land, don't offer an excuse. Don't drop from who you are and get down to their level. And say, we're in Nigeria. 
And say we're in the land. And say we're like fish in the sea. The fish can never cease from gulping water. Boom. That place where you are, crooked, perverse, remain blameless. Remain above board and shine as the light. Amplified version puts it this way. That you may know yourselves to be blameless and guileless and guileless because when some here harmless, they still don't does it mean we shouldn't say anything? Does it mean we shouldn't interfere? If that's the case, then why are we there? We can let you go on. No. The meaning is guileless. Outwardly, blameless. Inwardly, in your motive, guileless. Like a child's heart. Tabula rasa, that's what the teachers tell us. Clean, open. The same motive inside which people can see is the action outside. That you may be blameless and guileless, innocent and uncontaminated, children of God without blemish, faultless, unrebukable, where? In the midst of a crooked and wicked generation, spiritually perverted and perverse, among whom you are seen as bright lights, stars, or beacons shining out clearly in the dark world. So nobody has any excuse. Child, civil servant, contractor, you have no excuse. In that place, in the midst of the crookedness, the perverseness, the darkness around you. It's a gross darkness. A light has risen. The light has come you. The brightness of his glory. Shine as bright lights. Clearly. Let the difference be clear. Titus 2, 11 and 12 says, The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Everyone. Teaching us that denying ungodliness, denying unrighteousness, we may live soberly, righteously, and godly. Where? When we get to heaven? Where? In this present world, crooked, perverse, and perverted. In other words, they still have a mind for evil tomorrow. It's not even that they are perverse today. It's already perverted, waiting for more. In that same crooked and perverse generation, in that school, in your neighborhood, in our nation, in our society, present world, live righteously, live soberly, and live godly. Shine as bright light. That's what Jesus was referring to. And you remember in his high priestly prayer in John 17, the last major discourse Jesus had with God 
yet to the hearing of those who are light. He said, Father, I'm not praying that you will take them out of the world. That would be no use. Don't take them to convents. Don't take them to nuns. Don't take them to nunneries. Don't take them to any place secluded. Keep them in the world. But keep them from the evil. Keep them light in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Keep them blameless. Keep them guileless. Keep them innocent. Keep them shining. Even when there is darkness around. That's what Jesus means clearly this year. You can't hide. And you have no hiding place. And you will not hide in the name of Jesus Christ. You become light. And you are the light when you encounter the true light. That's Jesus. And are born again. You become light. A direction pointer. An influencer. Not necessarily when you become a lecturer so you can influence students and the campus population. Not necessarily when you become a teacher so you have puppies under you. And when we discuss about areas of influence, we say that teachers are amongst them. The people who unfortunately seem to have the highest area of influence in the world are the pop stars and the footballers. As at the moment, Cristiano Ronaldo has more than 500 million followers. That's the highest. Michael Jackson, at a certain point in time, a pop star, had the highest. Because the youths flocked to them. And you see people wearing blazers, putting their hairstyles, and then dressing pencil style, and dancing jaco. Influence. They haven't seen them. They haven't been near them. But they have just been influenced. After the teachers, after the pop stars, and seeming celebrities, as it were, you will now have maybe the pastors who seem to influence about two million people in a lifetime, generation. And then the teachers. Because so many people pass under you. And when they pass under you, they become great men and women in the society. They give birth to a good number. They influence others. So aggregately, you're an influencer. You don't need to become a teacher. You don't need to be an HOD before you are the light, before you are an influencer. You don't need to be the traditional ruler. Many of whom will need to go and perform a bonding to darkness before they ascend the throne. You don't even need to be a political leader. And you know where many of the political leaders so sell their soul. They say, I want power. I want power. I want power. Put something in my tongue. So anytime I open my mouth and talk, people will just follow me. They don't need to think. They don't need to ask whether I'm robbing them to give them a little. I just need power. And then you see a nobody, nobody, nobody. If you want to put it mildly, we see a fully suddenly become your leader. And everybody follows him. They say you are the best too. They say nobody has done like you. They say you are the next thing after God. Some don't even recognize God. 
You don't need that type of maneuvering. You don't. You don't need to be a money bag. There's a limit to what money can buy. Sometimes, somebody, the lines in regaling. Money can buy you the best bed, ivory bed, but it cannot buy you what? Sleep. Money can buy you the biggest house in the city, but it cannot buy you a home. Money can buy you every gadget that makes for happiness, but it cannot buy you joy that sprinkles from inside. And if money could buy all of them, Abiola leads maneuvered maneuver at maneuver the previous director middle east and africa he just saw his underbelly and exposed it to the owners of the company i think it was itt that time and so at the next meeting they shoved the man aside abiola came up he had Govern the whole of Africa and Middle East then. So every of the ITT, this technology equipment, the phones, they were under his bidding, so to say. Government, companies, and all. Ah, that wasn't enough because it does not satisfy. Abiola went from east to west, north to south, gathering titles. At a point in time, they say these titles in Nigeria have gone beyond 250. So virtually every tribe had given him a title. Jagaban. Bashurun. Ah! That wasn't enough. Abiola had the money. But even his confidence wasn't there. So record had it. That Abiola would not sleep earlier than 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. And half of his bed was filled with the account books, checking all his companies to know where they had done what. Shall change the. What type of life is that one? Abiola said, One more thing remains power. And it was taken almost as given. The then president, IBB, was his chummy. Abacha was his good friend. Who else that mattered? He had done them one favor or the other. It was all for the taking. Money cannot get it. He paid with his life. So you don't need any of those to be an influencer, to be the light. The declaration of Jesus on you encountering him is all you need. And if one person here realizes that he is the light who can control the spiritual and control the physical, control what happens today, control what happens tomorrow, by virtue of the power invested in you, you control with discussion, in contact with your father, the source of light, you are more powerful than the president of America. That's who you are. That's your influence. That's your influence. Family, company, place of work. Sometimes God brings and allows trials your way. They stagnate you. I think he wants to wait to know how you will react. Will you degenerate to the level of the others? 
Or will you rise to be the light and show it through color? And that's why everywhere, any Christian who realizes is the light, they will persecute you, they will malign you, because you won't allow them to do forwarding and backwarding, 10% and 3%. You won't allow them to give you commissioning. You will speak out. Hey. But against their wish and desire, they will take you up in the name of Jesus. You will be above them. But the moment you play a little game with them and follow their level, they say, leave that one. We thought he has something to offer. When he gets up, he can't resist the way he did this one. And so, if you check, and if you want to check this year, blameless, guileless, shining as the line, speaking forth in righteousness, you will be a city set on a hill where you are in the name of Jesus. They will know the direction pointer. They will know the influencer. They will know the person who, when he is there, will get things happening in the opposite direction and change the narrative. If you remain as the light, if you can bear the time of testing, it's always that way. I took notes, and I'm still taking notes. I lecture, and I lecture in the medical school. Then I began to check, right from our time as medical students, up until date. I finished medical school in 1987. But even before we finished, and up until now, at least the last major exam was 2021. The best students in every graduating year of the medical class has always been a born-again Christian. And most times, those who have been active in serving the Lord, those who you see them and you see them genuine light as Christians, transparent outside, transparent and guileless inward, they will come out tops. And students, undergraduates, it is still the same today. You can be the light if you leave the light in Jesus' name. It's like that in every department. They won't like the look of your face. They won't like the look of your voice. The hearing, the sound of your voice. Oh, but because you are connected to the source of light, he will give you light. He will give you revelation. He will give you wisdom. When you come to meetings, everybody is speaking. And suddenly the Spirit tells you, why does it appear that everybody is attacking one another? They are not pointing the way forward. And you find the light of the solution to that need dropped in your heart. And you just speak. And matter is ended. You are the light. You are the light. If you are the light as a child, as a pupil, as an undergraduate, peer pressure will follow. You will be the influencer. I hear you say, is it blogger or vlogger? There's V now. There's blogger. There's vlogger. There will also be vlogger. Because there's nothing new under the sun. They will keep coming. And then, and I'll read some of the celebrities. They say, hey, they are influencers. That's their title. I say, hey, 
When they ask them, what are you? You say, actress, producer, movie director, blogger, vlogger, influencers. That's what they ascribe to themselves. And they are right too. They are influencing people's way of life. They are influencing slogans. They are influencing fashion. More nakedness. They are influencers. So friends, you encounter Jesus, you are an influencer. You are the light. You are the direction pointer. In the village, they will do all the traditional things. The other day, I think it was in my town union meeting in town. They were talking of what they do when you, somebody is leaving the town, send off. They do bylaws. Bylaws are the local constitution, guarding any group, and then for local government, maybe. And they finished. If somebody is giving, you give him this pause, what this much, you give him this one, then you take a picture, which you will take, for memoria, memorabilia, then you give him, you bring a, I can't remember, so not to be modest, you bring a, some, a, these cartons of beer, then you bring of malt. And that has been going on and on. One of the days I sauntered into the constitution drafting again, and I listened, and the radar, I raised my hand. I said, okay. You talk of what to present. Then you have to make provision now for those who don't believe in beer and who don't take it and who want to contribute to it and perhaps who, when you give it to them, they won't take. The world is changing. So you have to recognize people's disparities. So you, you say so many cartons of beer or so many cartons of malt. So it's a choice. They began a debate. But I have made my point. So you don't have to be sucked into any system. Yesterday God said, if you must arise and shine, you don't say, that's what I see. Anything the year brings. Anything they say. That's how they behave. Who are the day? In gross darkness... Those whose minds and reasoning are darkened, the good things they will resonate and think are only about I, myself, and my family. These days now, for those of you who go to Facebook or Instagram, people are now praising themselves on their own birthday. I used to think that birthday is when somebody says, oh, today is your birthday, happy birthday. Now, I will announce I am 40 today. I wish myself well. And all the best things in the world. I am the best. I am. You are not wishing yourself better. But that's the world. And that's the trend. And everybody who they influence is moving that way. You can change things because you are the light. And because you are connected to the source of the light. And because you are a child of the light. And because you are light. Anywhere you are, you become an influencer. There is a purpose. A direction pointer. A change of methods 
attitudes, perception, and workplaces. That's the reason why when you leave there, there will be a legacy. Why do you leave one grade level, another grade level, this office, that office, this school, that school, and you go around nothing to show for it? And they will say, somebody passed through this place. This place didn't pass through him. Leave a mark. Leave an impact. And Jesus, the person who commanded, and say, nobody will set on you, no matter how they ridicule you, malign you. Nobody will set on you to harm you. I think that's as 18, 9, 10. I have much people in this city. So speak out. Leave the world. They can only talk. They will not harm you. When they talk, 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 God will put in the mind of somebody. This person we are talking all the time like this. Can we see him? Can we hear him? Then the light will show. There will be a paradigm shift. May you be that in the name of Jesus. That's what God is saying. You encounter Jesus. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness of your heart and life cannot overcome it. The light rules. John 1, 4, 5. And then the light encounters everybody and lights your life up. And then in John 8, 12, as the message Bible reads, please, if you have your own, just read the King James. I will just read John 8, 12. John 8.12 John 8.12 She said, okay, then Jesus again said unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I am the light of the world. Whoever now willingly surrenders his life and follows me shall not walk in darkness anymore. They shall do what? Have the light. He who has the light is who? Is the light. We are just doing a little mathematical uh, construction. He who follows me will no longer have anything of darkness. He will have what? The light. And he will become the light. I read it in message. Jesus once again, emphasis, address them. I am the world's light. No one who follows me stumbles around in the darkness. So the mistakes you've made before, the times you've tried, if you can't beat them, join them. If you can't swim, try and sink a little and then see how you wriggle out. That's stumbling. The times you have double mind. The times you are wondering, what should I do here? And your mouth stands trembling. Should I say the truth? I will hurt somebody. Should I just write what happened? They will say, he has come again. No? He has come again. No? We always know this auditor, this barrister, he has come again. That's stumbling. Whosoever follows me 
will never stumble around in darkness. I provide plenty of light to live in. More than you can have sufficiently. Praise the Lord. You have enough to last a lifetime. You have more than enough to survive any situation this year. You have more than enough light in you. Because the source, Jesus, is inexhaustible. Is the Alpha and the Omega. Is the beginning and end. He has enough. Enough to last any situation. And there is no situation that has yet overpowered him. I hope you know. Those are darknesses. The moment he or his prodigy, you now, enters, there will be light in that situation. And what does darkness do? There's an English word. Children, you learn another one today. Darkness will scurry away. Scurry means going humiliated but silently as if to say, I am beaten in this one. That's what darkness does. So they will make noise. But those noises are like the rhythm of a snake when the head has been cut off. Have you ever seen a snake cut with his head cut off? It makes a lot of rhythm. It even makes more movements then than when it was alive and the head intact. But that's a dance of death. That's the noise you are hearing. That's what you see. Then you are afraid of that one and you're sinking. Today, you will arise to your identity. You will be the light. You will be the influencer. You will be the direction pointer. You will be the reference point. And nobody does it arrogantly. He says, harmlessly, guilelessly, explain to everyone the reason for the conviction you hold. The reason for the hope in you. With meekness. Those who know something, those who have something, they do not brag. They do not boast. In school, that's a commonest example. Common entrance. I remember when we did common entrance for federal common entrances. Well, those who are from Ungo, pardon me. I schooled then. I schooled in Enugu Abba Primary School. One and two. 1971-1972. I think I went to school in 1970 when the war was ending. And then when they were calling the results, my name was not called. Maybe I asked the teacher. I was in the same class. No, it was the next year I was in the same class with uh, Mrs. Eberu Zaka. Then she was Mokolo. We are from the same village. They were married away now. So I think I asked the teacher, What's my number now? You quoted the number 68. So, when they asked me, I would say 68. I was number 68. But there were people who came first. So, anybody who came 68, of course, knows where he fell into. That is, if it was in the register at all. Because my name was not called. So, I think I started primary one, proper, 1971. 72. And then I went to community 
community primary school. That's why I say, pardon me. People like Chidre Kabo uh, is their place. But it's community primary school. Community. Community primary school. Mbona. That's where I went. Three, four, five. And then from five, I didn't do six. So I don't have a first school living certificate today. So in form five, we went for federal common entrance exam in Abia, the center for the whole of the local government. And those of us, well, I'm not saying, I think there were just a few of us, if I remember any other person, from community primary school, just sat quietly. Then the elders who went to township school. And they were boosting, boosting, talking. Hey, I'll finish them. I'll finish them. Let them bring the test. Ah, we've covered everything. Odiaka, we have finished it. Odiaka was the notable preparatory manual for all exams that time, especially common entrances. Odiaka, Odinaka, Odiaka, we'll finish it. In short, cover to cover. From some of us, no word. Sometimes maybe we'll just be looking at them. Say, eh? Are these the people who came for a sandwich? The result will come out. None of the people who will finish up the Aka was there. We now went for the interview at Federal Government College, Enugu. We met people from Ekulu Primary School, amongst others. And as at 1976, yes, 1975 and 76 going onwards, Ekulu was the numero uno, number one primary school in the then East Central States, comprising Anambra, Ebony, Imo. I think Abia was there. And even, so all the five eastern states were east central states. Ekulu was the number one. All the commissioners' sons and daughters. All the permanent secretary's sons and daughters. And you see them, 10, 11 years, they will be manufacturing English and speaking as if they say you should climb under. We are from community primary school. But it's not the name. It's the content. It's who you are. It's what is inside you that speaks anywhere. Forget the amateur or judge. Forget the rest. They are decorations. That's what you see around you. Look inward and then look out. We did all the series of exam, written, oral, oral interview. They did oral. So you imagine those who were speaking Queen's English from Ekulu and those of us who were speaking community English. <laughs> Friends, at the end, and this time it's usually national. And then after they take on merits, and then they will now represent... By 1976, 19 states have been created. February 1976, I think. 
And so they will have representatives, five students from each of the 19 states will go to each unity school. Yes, sincerely, came eight in that merit list to retain being there. The rest either fell out or they fell very, very low. I think the connection and influence of the commissioner fathers and prime uh, permanent secretaries now brought them in. I can go on and on. My friend, if you have something, you don't talk much. You don't make noise. If you have anybody who is throwing money around, as for money, I has it. I has it. Akotakasia, he doesn't have money. He didn't make the money. The money just came on him in a crooked way. And as he came, so it will also suddenly leave. He doesn't stay. You have somebody who made money cleanly, you won't know. He will pass beside you. You won't know. You won't know. He will dress modestly. Some of them sometimes, this watch I'm wearing, they will prize watch in the market. When some people are deliberately raising their hand, 18 carats, 30, do you know this? 500,000 dollars. You will know. It's only in the action. You will know. So what are we saying? Ignore the noises. Ignore the reactions. Just know you are the light. You are there on a mission. You are here on assignment. You are here as a game changer. You are here as a situation influencer. That's what Jesus made you. And you can't afford to leave that place the same. If we can only resolve to do that, that would be enough for this year. God would have done it. At your level. Look at this people. Is that not what they said about the disciples? Within two years, the whole of Asia Minor has done what? Had the gospel. And then they say, these men have turned our world, world upside down with this name Jesus. Game changers. Lights. How many were the men? Turned everything they knew for the better. Why some kept believing, many were raising up riot. So you won't be the first, but you have an assurance. No one will Come on you to harm you. Remember that in your school. Remember that in your workplace. Remember that in your community. When the reactions come, the light keeps calm. He who has the power keeps calm. He doesn't talk. He allows the source to talk through the actions. And he will usually prevail in the name of Jesus. We we'll just want to round up because the message is given. I've left what I prepared, but that's the way I'm led. But I just want to point one person who made every occasion 
a lampstand. He caught the light. He bore witness to the light. And every discussion, every question, every occasion, every controversy, he would take them to the light. No qualms about it. He wasn't faced. His identity was clear. And no wonder, at the end of the day, the master who originates the light, Jesus said, Among all men born of women, none is greater than John the Baptist. Let's look a little at just a few of what he did. So all we are required to do as the message is already preached, is to bear witness to what? The light. Just bear witness. Bear witness. Everybody say, bear witness. Wherever you are, bear witness to the light. If you know the things that light cannot compromise with, you already know which side of the coin to take. If you know the words that light cannot be compromised with, you already know what words not to speak. Three areas of your life. Your attitude, your actions, and your associations. Bear witness to the light. And they govern your entire being for this year. Your attitude will come from what you believe. From how your mind is working. From what you will tell your mouth to say. From how you will behave there. Your attitudes, the three A's. Your actions, the ones that people will see when you manifest. And then, who you associate with. What you associate with. Those are the simple things that you bear witness. And if you can just in these areas bear witness, you are the light this year in Jesus' name. The job is done. The master will also declare. There won't be another statement like among men born of women. But you and I will have our places in Jesus' name. Look at John. The gospel according to St. John. Chapter 1. Verses 6 to 8. John 1. 6 to 8. There was a man sent from God. Whose name was John. The same came for a witness. To be a witness of a light. He was not that light. To be a witness of the light. What is the goal? What was his purpose? That all men through him might believe. Clear unction. Clear purpose for every place he went. Every office he occupied. Every position he held. Every class he went through, every lecture group he was in their midst, every class he handled as a teacher, as a lecturer, every banking day, every day in the chamber or in the court premises, every day in the hospital, in the clinic, in the wardrobes, or in teaching rounds, in the classrooms, every day up our leaf in a table. Every day as an artisan, as he encountered his customers, his clients. He was not that light, but was sent to be a witness of that light. He gave a witness.
to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Purpose clear. Identity clear. So no struggling. No quarreling. No identity crisis. Am I or am I not? I'm a witness to the light. I am a light in this position. I am a light in this office. I am a light in my community. For the three, four, five years I'm here, I am a light here. What is my goal? That all men in this office might turn to the light. And through him, believe. And do right. They may not all. Because he came to his own. His own did not do what? Receive him. But as many as receive him, he imparts. He gives power. He brings light. The touch light spiritually in their life gets activated. John bore witness to the light. And look at Matthew 3, 1 to 5. We won't read that. John was in the wilderness. We are told his dressing. It was not the best fashion around. What was his dressing? What was John's dressing? That's a popular Sunday school question. What was John's dressing? He wore camel skin. And camel's hair. A leather girdle about his loins. What was his meat? Locusts and wild honey. What was his message? Everyone is a God with himself. The God in you will make manifest. Was that his message? You're all the sons of the Most High God. And you're a God. And anything is your father's own. They belong to you. Say amen. Was that his message? Oh, it is well with you. It's well with your soul. Rump on in sin. It's well with you. Rump on in corruption. It's well with you. The Lord has told me this morning to tell somebody. It's well with you. Is that his message? His message was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Simply put, repent. One of the places, if we don't read it, said that when the multitude came to him for baptism, he said, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the rot to come? That was his own style. But that was his message. No polishing. No diplomacy. No, what do we call it now? Diplomatic language. Huh? Friends, what was the result? Verse 5, Matthew 3. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan. The three J's around him. He influenced them. He didn't stay in an air-conditioned worship center where the ceiling was glass. Where was his cathedral? Wilderness. What was his cover? Open sky. What was the fan and the air conditioner? The winds that blew around. What was the padded chairs? 
grass if you care. Or if you find a stone. Nothing convenient. Nothing comfortable. But he had a message. He had an assignment. His dressing was a write-off. What he ate was not with the best of relish. Whether crayfish or whether chicken a la carte was going to the roof. That was not John's problem. The locusts and wild honey were there. He didn't need to spend money. But look at his influence. Those in Jerusalem, immediately near. Those in Judea, the region. And those around the Jordan, the three J's of his day, he influenced them. They left the cathedrals, they left the cheers, they left the palaces, they left the air-conditioned places and went to the wilderness. Why? A man who bore witness to the light was there. And we read yesterday, men shall flock to your light. It will happen in the name of Jesus. But you will be a witness. Uncompromisingly. Men will flock to your idea. They're not necessarily going to flock as we talked about the millennial reign. They will suddenly synergize in your idea. They will agree. They may not like your person. If they looked at John's dressing, he would be the last ever to be considered. But the idea, men will flock to it in Jesus' name. Men will flock to your lifestyle in the name of Jesus. Men will flock to the things that you bring around, provided you can bear the witness. And keep not shut. Keep not shut your mouth. Keep not shut your light on the bushel. That's the result. See John again. In Gospel according to St. John. Chapter 1 verse 19. We'll just read 19 and 23. This is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and denied not. And confessed, I am not the Christ. They asked him, What then? Are you Elias? He said, I'm not. Are you that prophet? I am not. Then they said to him, Who are you? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What do you say of yourself? He said, Identity crisis was not there. For many of us, personality argumentation you want to be who you are not. You are already who you are. Who are you? The light. A witness to the light. John was not confused. They asked him the reigning people of the day. And if John was unsure of himself, he would augment his personality. Well, I'm not Elias. But I came in the spirit of Elias. And he will confuse them. He will say the truth, but he will not say the truth. He hasn't told them who he was, but he has told them what he came to do. Well, kind of. That's the language I hear these days. Even those who read B.A. English, I hear them saying kind of, kind of. And I say, is this correct English now? Kind of. They don't finish two sentences without kind of. Kind of. Maybe it's the common English, you know, it's evolving. Okay. He wasn't in identity crisis. He was clear. He didn't want to rub shoulders with anybody. No, many have seen say today, saints or not saints, prophets or not prophets, teachers or no teachers, including those who teach from the bottom of hell. 
And sometime ago, it was a fashion in Lagos to say, where are you going to hear this morning? Won't be in your Bible. So everybody, close your Bible. I got a ministration for you this morning. I got a ministration. The Lord woke me up with a ministration for you. It won't be in your Bible. And he will give them the gospel according to hell. And they will be jumping on their seats. John said, verse 23, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. His message, make straight way of the Lord. Clear. Arguments, identity crisis, this is me. Here in this office, in my meek manner, and as simple as I can put it, I will stand for the right. I will stand for the truth. I won't compromise. Stay here one month now and let us see. Okay. Let's go to verse 25. They asked him and said to him, Why are you baptizing then his work now? First was identity. They left that one. They came to his work. They came to why he's in that class. They came to why he's in that office. They came to why he's in that business. Why he's in that position. And that's the same question that you are being asked every day. The forces around you. The darkness in the world is asking you, why are you where you are? What are you doing? And instead of you to just simply say, I am the light in this place. I am to influence the way things go. Spiritually and eventually in the order of things. You shrink. So they asked him, why are you doing the work you are doing? Why are you baptizing then? If you are not that Christ, nor Elias, nor that prophet. So they were prepared not to let go. John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me. Who should light latch it? I'm not worthy to unloose. Did you hear the question? What's your work? Why are you doing what you are doing? But because he knew his purpose, and he says the reason why he came to be a witness is that all might do what? Believe. He took their question away to there's someone in your midst, to the one they didn't ask. He is the one preferred above me. He is the one for whom I'm working. The attention was to shift focus from him to the source of light. They didn't let go yet. Look at verse 35. This one. Again the next day, after John stood, two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Did you see that? John had no heirs around him. He had no ego problem. The reason why you stumble into darkness, if you are the light, if you are born again, is because your ego is still alive. Yourself is still on the table. It hasn't been displaced. What they will say, what they will think, if I allow this, if I say this, is still there, alive. John had no problem like that. He didn't have any issue. His self had died. Had died. 
the flesh meant nothing. Whether he was recognized or not, and you know it now. You see, it happens even in Christendom. You go to an occasion and say, We're delighted to have you in our midst, our Father in the Lord, a man of God, who is recognized everywhere. You may even add worldwide, even when he has not gone outside the estate. A man widely gifted. We'll call on our brother, Pastor Dr. XYZ. And people will clap and clap and clap and clap. Can a revered brother come and take his seat? His sitting put there. And then if people now go by his side and cajole him, please come up. He now walks majestically and takes the microphone and says, Well, I was wrongly addressed. And you know, you have to give honor to whom honor is due. My proper address is prophetic. I'm a prophetic. Uh, you know, Christians also now answer because some are ambassadors of peace. His Excellency, Reverend. Doctor, apostle, prophetic evangelist, emoji, man of God. You can put your hands together. Or better stay, jam your hands together. Friends, we said it before. You are being the light does not have to do with position. Or title. It doesn't have to. Influence doesn't come with position or title. It comes with leadership and influence. Influencing a group of people to commonly achieve a common goal. To willingly achieve a common goal. That's the definition of leadership any and everywhere. Management, church, Anywhere is the art of influencing a group of people because it has to be somebody else to willingly achieve a common goal. And friends, you have heard me say it, and it's true. Once you get born again and you are a Christian, you are born again, you're a leader. You're a leader. Because you can influence somebody else. You can influence him to the reason for the hope you have. You can influence him to your lifestyle. So Jesus is just amplifying that. He's a leader. A leader by influence. A leader by declaration of Jesus. The most important function and purpose of leadership is what? Influence. Change for the better. Change life. Change people, change situation for the good. And that's why he says, shine, as you see, God helping us coming Sunday, shine with good works. Let them see the evidence. Let them see the fruit. And where will they give the glory? Your Father in heaven, you are just a witness. See John here. The moment Jesus 
he encountered him, he changed the subject. He didn't waste any minute to bear witness to where his light was coming from. Behold the Lamb of God. Without bye-bye, without we'll see again, without any ceremony, that's what this passage said. His two disciples who heard him speak, they did what? They followed Jesus. John would have told himself, work accomplished with these disciples. I have led them to Jesus. Go on with him. No qualms, no ego, no attitudinal crisis or indisposition. Can you ask God to deal with your attitude, with your action, with your associations? You are the light in the name of Jesus. You will influence in the name of Jesus. A city set on a hill cannot be hid. Anytime you are hiding, you are living below potential. You are diminishing potential. And that's what happens. Jesus applies that spiritual law. He says, he who has much, as he keeps shining the more, as he keeps using what he has, I have a divine principle. I add to him. I keep adding to him. I keep expanding his area of influence. I keep expanding his usefulness. I keep expanding the purpose while he's there. Anyone who hides willingly and voluntarily out of the reasons he has manufactured himself. I am small. I cannot speak. I don't want trouble. I want to do jejeli. My own Christianity, no be disturbed people. is your own way like oh. Anyone who says this year, I don't want to shine. He says he's hiding this light under a bushel. A thing that is impossible to do because a city set on a hill cannot be hid. So he's doing an impossible work. And what does the master do? He diminishes him. I say you can't be on a hill and be showing wrong signals. You can't be on a hill and be pointing wrong time. There are people who put their timing on the tower. In some cities, here and in other metropolitan cities, even outside the country, the tower, either the town tower, the airfield tower in France, or the church tower, the clock is there. So people can take time from there. In short, people set their timing from the watchtower that is up there. So if can be pointing confusing signals, he will let you go. Let that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. You are the light. You are the light of the world. You are not limited. He who gave you life and shone into your heart and gave you, the Bible says, he translated you from the kingdom of darkness. Colossians 1.13 And translated you into his marvelous light. 1 Peter 2.9 And he made you a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen generation, a peculiar person. Another translation says, a peculiar person like you is a brand species of person that has never been seen before. That's what God made you in Jesus. There's none like you. You occupy a unique space this year in God's agenda. Where you are, there's a role manufactured for you. You are the light in that place. Shine in the name of Jesus Christ. Play your role. Acts 18, 9, 10. No one will set on you to harm you. 
because there are much people, people of the land in that city, in that place, in that area. Shine. The Lord will uphold you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will stand by you in the name of Jesus. That when gross darkness cover the land as he told us yesterday, and gross and pitch darkness that can be felt, more and more degeneration in the hearts of men, wickedness and plunderings and lives not meaning anything anymore, around you and in you is the light shining. That's God's declaration. That's Jesus' declaration. Live up to it, young person, in the name of Jesus. You are the light of the world. Live up to it, elder person, in the name of Jesus. You are the light of the world. Live up to it, fathers and mothers, in the name of Jesus. You are the light of the world. Live up to it, senior citizens, elderly people, widowed or widowed, in the name of Jesus. Your status is immaterial. In Christ, you have an identity. Perform the rule, and he will back you up. Perchance you are here, and the light of the world has not encountered you. You've only heard with the hearing of the ear. You can have the encounter. You can be a witness. Just as you pray, humbly bow your head. All it will cost you is yourself, your ego, your pride, your sin. To say, Lord Jesus, this year, I don't want to continue on my own. Shine into my heart. Forgive me my sin and give me the power to live for you. He will do so. He will do so. Shall we bow our heads to pray? Carry your candle. Go into the darkness. Run. Seek out the hopeless. Confused and torn. Hold out your candle for all to see. There's a frustrated brother. There is a sister who is living a messed up life. Hold the candle. Go to the lonely, the tired and the worn. Go light your world. Go light your community. Go light your homestead. Go light your extended family. Go light your workplace. You are standing on a pedestal, a city on a hill. Stay in bright light. Begin to respond to God. Are there ways you have diminished or dimmed your light? Are there ways you have stumbled back into darkness? Tell him now. And open your mouth and say, because it will determine the mileage, the latitude to which you can go with him this year. Are you here this morning? And the Spirit of God is saying, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If anyone will hear my voice and open, I will come in and sup with you. I will come in. I will come in. I will come in. That's Jesus' statement. Irrespective of who you are, I paid the price for your sin. I wasn't waiting for you to get better. I wasn't waiting for you to do a New Year resolution. I will come in and change your life and change your narrative and change the life of sin. And this morning, as we are buying our heads and interacting with the light, please, enough of that, sir. Please. You want to surrender your life to Christ. You want the light to shine into the darkness of your heart. And the darkness will go away. And it will rise up and shine. 
You want your sins weighing you down. Not to go into this year with you. You're of age now. You know when you have peace in your heart perpetually. You know whether you have a witness in your heart that you belong to God. That's a mark of those who are in Christ. If you don't have that witness that you're a child of God, you are none of His. You are a risk this year on your own. He can't be banked upon to go with you. But they have an opportunity. My sins, you nailed them on the cross. I want to now affirm it. I surrender to you. That I may have peace and I may have the light and live in the plenty of light. This is me. That's what you're saying. Please raise your hand where you are. Let's pray together with you. Let's pray together with you. I know I'm not born again. It's clear to me now. The light has not shone in my heart. I want it to shine. I want my sins forgiven. I want my burdens lightened of you. And I'm conscious of what I'm doing. Please raise your hand where you are. Let's pray together with you. Thank God for you. I adjure you. As you're raising your hand, please kindly stand where you are. You're taking a decision for life, for eternity. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's only the sin that is weighing you down. I'm surrendering my life to Christ. I'm asking the light to shine into the darkness of my heart. I can't go on anymore. Jesus, come into my life and help me. Any other person who is joining, please stand where you are. Can I kindly ask you, please, as you're standing, please walk up to where I am. Please walk up to where I am. Please walk up to where I am. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. Is there any person who should be standing and coming here who is still arguing and sitting down? Please obey the voice. It's the voice of the Spirit that means well for you. And this is the time of salvation. This is the appointed time. If you hear his voice, turn hard in your heart. As in the day of provocation. Church, please pray for our brother. Stretch your hands. Ask the Lord. The light you shone in my heart that has changed my nature, that has changed my attitude, my action, my associations. Lord, bring to birth anew in him. And friend, repeat this prayer after me. You believe with your heart unto righteousness and you confess with your mouth unto salvation. Repeat after me. From the depth of your heart, a minute. Because it's scriptural and because it works, is what God says. Lord Jesus, I thank you. You love me. You died on the cross for my sins. You shed your blood for myself. While I was still in sin, you paid the price. This morning, I realize I'm a sinner. I cannot help myself. I come to you with all my heart. I repent of my sins and past action. I turn to you. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you as you hear me. Cleanse me. Forgive me. And write my name in the book of life. Amen. Father, as many as receive you, to them you gave power to be your children who were born not of flesh, not of blood, not of the will of man, but by your power. Lord, we ask at this moment to anyone who confesses and believes in their heart 
and calls upon the name of the Lord. Your word is that he shall be saved. Let the old pass away in the life of your son in the name of Jesus. And let all things become new in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, write his name in the book of life. And Father in heaven, give him the witness that is born by the Spirit that a change has come. Light has shone into darkness, and darkness does no longer come near it in the name of Jesus Christ. Give him peace that passes all understanding, and joy unspeakable, and grant him grace to walk with you in the light. The rest of this year and of his life, in Jesus' name we pray. Please follow our mommy. And for the rest of the church, can we all just stand where we are? Arise, shine, for your light is come. Arise, shine, for the light is come. For the glory of the Lord is risen. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. You will turn that to upon me. You personalize it. It's true. You're the light. I shine for the light is gone. I shine. Jesus, I arise. I am the light of the world. This year, every day, every hour, every place, every posting, every landmark, every community, every classroom, every working place, I am the light. So you declare. And so am I, by reason of encounter with you. Thank you for this declaration of my identity. Thank you for this passing on of your light unto me. Thank you for this confidence reposed on me in my little corner with my own candle. Therefore, Lord, I will arise. I will arise, and I arise as a light of the world, as an influencer, as a changer for the right, for the truth, for the upright, in righteousness, wherever I am, wherever the soul of my feet step, to your glory, in the name of Jesus, Almighty God, I walk with 
with the consciousness. I live with the consciousness. I embrace the reality. I am the light. I am the light. So you say, wherever I'm planted, wherever I go, this year to bear witness. And let all see the light and take direction. And let all see the light and manifest your glory and give your thanks. Thank you, Father. Every stumbling in darkness, every tendency to go to the level of the crowd and not shine above them and not rise above them, I declare that I am clear from them. I renounce them. I remain guileless in my motives, in my attitude. Lord, I remain blameless in my actions. Lord, I remain transparent in my associations. All to your glory. Thank you for enabling me. Thank you for empowering me. Thank you for giving me an identity. Receive the glory this year in my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, this is our desire. Even so, let it be in Jesus' name. And if there be any here already burdened with a load of illness, of affliction, of sickness, of infirmity, of the spirit, of the mind, of the body, Lord, I declare your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet this year. Your word is a light to the path we will take. And you send forth your word and you heal. You heal comprehensively. You heal body, soul, and spirit. By the stripes of Jesus in accordance with your word, we are healed by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. We declare your words. Perform the doing of it to God. In Jesus' name we pray.